What is going on everyone? Jack Troy here. Welcome back and welcome to episode number seven of the Young Prodigies podcast. Now, I want you to get ready for this episode because I'm going to be giving you 10 things that if you implement immediately will change your life and actually more specifically 10 emotions that if you just start to cultivate and feel your life will change. So let's just jump right into this. So I want to start off by saying the best way to get exactly what you want is to focus on it, experience it, and plant it. Now, think of your mind and your emotions and your spirit as the ultimate garden and the way to make sure that you harvest exactly what you want from that garden is to not keep um, practicing and planting the seeds that are full of disappointment and fear and then tell yourself that you're really good at learning from those seeds, but to plant seeds such as love and warmth or appreciation even. So now I'm going to give you those 10 emotions where if you plant them every day and cultivate these emotions, you focus on these being the way that you want to feel every single day. And then you hold yourself to a standard that says every day I want to feel these 10 emotions that create an amazing lifestyle. But first, I want to go back to that garden real quickly. And let's just say because your garden is a garden, it has those quote-unquote weeds in your garden that are not letting your plants grow, right? Well, one of the easiest ways to keep the weeds out is to keep cultivating the emotions or the plants that you want in there and then the roots will have no room to grow the weeds and then it'll make your plants deeper and stronger so there's not much room for weeds to grow in the first place. Now the first of the emotions is love and warmth. So listen, if you want to create a behavior, I don't care what the behavior is, the best way to get yourself to adapt to that behavior is to put yourself in an emotional state that allows for that behavior to be automatic. So let me give you an example. If you want to have close relationships and do the things that make you close to other people, the best way to do that is to cultivate the emotions of being loving and warm towards the other people, right? If you put yourself in a loving and warm place, you don't need to sit there and think, oh, what do I have to think and do to make my relationships work because it will happen automatically. So the second set of emotions is to be appreciative and grateful. And actually, these are the emotions that the people who do daily affirmations put themselves into so they don't even have to think really hard about what they're grateful for and what they care about because it comes naturally to them. So this is actually also a good one that builds relationships, so it's kind of going to be feeding off the last one. So let's say you're feeling loving and warm and appreciative and grateful you're going to do whatever is necessary and you're not even going to think about it. And you're actually going to do more than that's necessary to nurture the people around you and that will bring a deeper feeling of caring. Now the third emotion and actually one of the harder ones to get into is curiosity. Now. If you want to see any sort of growth in your life, let's say you want to learn a new topic or you're trying to get into a new industry of business and you want to learn, the way to do it is to get curious because in that way, you'll always be looking for more information. You have to think like a child because children are always wondering and that's why they never get bored. So if you want to cure boredom, just be curious. and. If you want to get yourself, let's say, to study more for school and you're trying to push yourself to study, that behavior is hard to create. And as I talked about in episode five, if you try to force your mind and your body to do something that you are not in the correct mindset to do, not only are you going to burn out, but you're going to end up hating that thing that you're pushing yourself so hard to achieve because your mind will associate it with pain. But if you become curious, then you are then your studying will become automatic and you don't have to work at it. You just cultivate the emotion of curiosity and your life becomes a never-ending study. 
Now, number four is to get excited and passionate every single day. So excitement and passion can add juice to anything. And as Benjamin Disraeli said, a man is truly only great when he acts from his passions. So passion adds to life and enjoyment and can turn anything that seems to be a challenge into, let's say, a tremendous opportunity. And we want to make sure that we have this passion and excitement every single day. And then we do that by having the warmth, love, appreciation, gratefulness, and curiosity, as well as the excitement and passion by deciding to feel it. For example, what Tony Robbins does is he teaches people to create something called the code of conduct, which is a set of emotional states that you say every single day. You are committed to live those emotions, and even if things don't go well, and if it completely rains on your parade, and even if all your expectations are not met, you choose to feel these emotions anyway because cultivating these emotions makes your life work, and out of all of these emotions, it causes you to do the things that make life success for you in any sense of the word, whether that be spiritually, intellectually, physically, financially, just in any sense that success can be for anyone, it helps us cultivate these emotions. Now, the fifth emotion for us to cultivate is determination. Now, let's say you want to go on a diet and you want to get yourself to follow through. It's really hard to do and most people fail at this because they're trying to push themselves into the diet. And they force themselves and their minds and their bodies into something which makes them associate it with pain instead of becoming determined, right? If you are determined, now a diet becomes easy because you're in an emotional state where the appropriate actions happen automatically. Now, I'm going to go on a quick little rant here. So the biggest bullshit thing that people do is New Year's resolutions, not just news resolutions in general, but about getting in shape, starting to eat healthier, and go to the gym more. Because they're not putting themselves into the state of determination to get in shape for the new year, but instead of trying to push themselves to go to the gym. And 90% of people who do this never actually make it to the gym or sign up in the first place, right? There's a quote, and I forgot who it's by, but it goes like this. I'll do it later, said no millionaire ever. This is huge because not only do people push themselves to do things that they are not mentally prepared for and in turn associate that action with pain, but then they tell themselves that they're going to start it at a certain time and you know they say this months in advance and when the time comes, they anticipate it so much that they are now right terrified of even attempting it because they had a lot of time to think about it. And then they couldn't cultivate the emotions, so they in turn cultivated fear and failure. Now, this is actually how I got my start in everything. It was around six years ago. I was nine years old, and I was over 200 pounds. Now, I became extremely motivated because, you know, at that age, your friends start talking to girls and they start dating, and it's kind of those stupid high school or middle school relationship type things, but it never really lasts, but you want to be like everybody else. So, I cultivated passion and determination, not really consciously because I was just so determined to to really get fit. So, you know, I, I saw all my friends, they were talking to girls, they were having girlfriends, and I was alone playing video games, getting fatter and fatter and fatter. And I made myself, put myself into those emotions and I cultivated them and I put the work in and out of that, I got into the physical state that I was working for a little over six years now, and I'm still growing, but I've gotten to a point where I'm happy and I'm just growing and, and I'm prospering. 
Now, this actually leads me to the next emotion, which is flexibility. And let me tell you, if there is any emotion to cultivate that'll guarantee you success and allow you to change what's going on is flexibility. All those action signals and all those things that you used to call negative emotions, it's just a call to be more flexible, right? Be more flexible in the way you evaluate things, in your perception of things and what they really mean. Be more flexible in the way that you communicate or be more flexible in your behavior. And let me tell you, your whole world changes once you do this. Now, the seventh absolute major emotion is confidence, right? When you're confident, you're willing to try things and you're willing to put yourself on the edge and you're willing to experience that one emotion that every single religion on this planet, right, every single one has a book about, which is faith. Now, the way to develop more confidence and faith is to use it more. It's a muscle memory. So if you go up to someone and ask them, hey, can you tie your shoes? They would say, yeah, I could tie my shoes. And if you ask them, how confident are you that you could tie your shoes? They're going to say, I'm absolutely confident. And you're going to say, why are you so confident? And they're going to say, because I woke up and did it a few billion times in my life now. So remember, if you want confidence in your life, the best way to do it is to exercise it every day. And that's exactly why people who aren't into personal development and growth, which is if you're listening to this, you definitely are, so don't worry. You're looking to get out of your comfort zone, which allows you to grow and build your confidence on the stuff that you weren't previously confident about. And that's all you're doing is you're exercising the emotions. So if you were confident about absolutely everything, then there wouldn't be such a thing as comfort zones, right? So all you need to do is just choose to be confident in the situations that you know you come across that are scaring you and you will do well and it's just a proven fact. For example, most people are fearful about things that they think someday may happen and that they feel bad about it in advance. That's just crazy. But I want you to write down how many times this has happened and I can say for myself, this happens all the time and it still happens to this day. It's a natural human thing and you know when we don't exercise confidence enough in the certain areas, this is what happens. So for me, one of the big things what I'm doing is, is actually cold calling. So I think all the business owners on the other end of the phone are these mean, nasty people that don't care and my goal is to try to convince them, which is the furthest thing from the truth. But I set this lie up in my head and then I expect to form well or to perform well rather um, while completely believing this made up thing. Well, this just happens to everybody. So take a second and think of a time or even if you're doing it now, just think of something that you made up a story about that is completely false and you're choosing to believe it, which is making you feel bad about it in advance. And then think of the times that this happened and think if you chose to be confident in those situations, how would have it been different? Now, number eight is going to sound a little bit corny, but it's to be cheerful. Now, there's a difference between when you're happy on the inside and then when you're being cheerful. So when you're happy, you're just telling your face about it. And then when you're cheerful, that allows you to express it. And I know when you're communicating with other people and you feel happy on the inside, they feel happy being around you. And it means that you're trying to be happy in a way that not only makes you feel happy, but the people around you as well. And by cultivating that emotion, you enhance your self-esteem and it makes life more fun and causes the people around you to respond to you in a way that you don't. You need a lot less of this stuff like fear, hurt, 
anger, frustration, disappointment, overload, depression, guilt, and these feelings of like inadequacy because all of those seem to disappear in an environment that is cheerful. And if you cultivate this emotion, you won't need all of the other action signals to get your attention. Okay, now I know we're busting through these, but here is number nine. And number nine is feeling healthy. Man, feeling physically vibrant and healthy is a great way to make sure that anything else bounces off you, right? Have you ever you like noticed when you have a ton of energy and you feel alive and vital, the challenges and the stuff that really seem to destroy you, you seem to handle so much better and so much easier, and it's like those action signals aren't really necessary when you feel vibrant and alive and you cultivate the feelings of being healthy and then you practice the things you know will make you feel physically vibrant on an ongoing basis. Now, that's a really quick one, but it's also extremely important to remember. Now, we're going on to the next one. Now, the 10th emotion and probably one of the most important ones is a sense of contribution. Now, I'm still in high school, and in my English class, my teacher had asked the class a question, what does happiness mean to you? Now, I've been studying a lot of physically, mentally, financially, spiritually successful people, and one of, if not the biggest things that a leader does to keep their motivation and their drive is by feeling a sense of contribution. Now, I knew this. So when I said a sense of contribution, after everyone else had said something materialistic, they all looked at me like I had three heads. Now, I want to make sure you guys understand that even if you don't realize it now, whenever you're giving something back, it is one of, if not the best feelings ever, okay? Every single penny that the wealthiest people in the world have created has been from helping the most people. As millennials or a part of Gen Z, one of the biggest underlying factors in our features is that we want to be a part of something. And the exact reason why FOMO exists or the fear of missing out is because in this day and age, everyone is looking to collaborate and work together, which is an amazing thing. So not only is this an emotion, it's also one of the major laws to success and financial freedom. So there's something called a worth a damn factor. And basically what it means is you have what you deserve at this moment and the amount of people that you figure out how to help equals the amount of financial success that you will have. This also goes to the sense of how much you can go and help one person or business and not just make them feel happy. So I'll use this example. Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook for people to socialize, and he allowed people to stay connected with each other extremely easily from long distances while seeing what's happening in each other's lives. Now, he not only helped the consumer with this, but he also helped all businesses to get their word out there and market themselves to now over a billion and a half users every single day and grow their companies to insane levels, and that's why he's worth the billions that he is. So you can actually take this and look at it in the sense of supply and demand. So you can take anybody in the world and you can hand them a mop and they can clean your house. Anybody can do it. So if they were a maid or a janitor, they're only worth what their skill is, right? If there's a high demand for maids and there's an even higher supply of maids, they're not going to be worth much every hour, right? So let's say you take the skill of helping businesses find more customers while also building them a website and do their marketing. You can't just take a random person off the street and have them do that because it is a skill that is learned through doing and not many people do it. So your time is going to be worth a lot more to businesses and because there's a limited amount of people who are able to do it in the market. Now, 
This can go for any type of business that you can think of ever, right? Just take the business and think of a way that you can help the most people or just have a skill that not many other people have, which can help other businesses better their lives or no, sorry, help other people better their lives and help businesses grow and you'll make more money no matter what. So if every single day you can feel like what you do will add something more than just to your own life but to others' lives as well, then life takes on a new, deeper sense of meaning. And I think we all have the need to feel like our lives matter, right? So basically that's just saying that we all want to leave our mark on the world. And we could do this in many little ways such as you know smiling at someone we don't even know, giving a compliment, or just appreciating someone that needs to be appreciated. Now I know that sounds a little corny and you know cliche but so often people get angry because they don't feel appreciated. So the next time you start to feel angry, just realize that you have a standard that says if you do certain things, then people have to respond to you in a certain way. Now that just might be a little bit inappropriate, but if you learn to, you know, make yourself feel good by appreciating yourself or communicate to other people and say, you know, I'm not feeling very appreciated, you will get out of that anger in a heartbeat. And you've just taken a new task and a new direction in your own life by doing that. So why not every day just focus on how you can contribute, right? And how you have already contributed as well. And then notice the little things that you do to support other people and they'll make you feel good about yourself and that'll lead to making you want to do even more for other people. And if everybody in life got addicted to this feeling of contribution, right? Just just imagine what the world would be like. So those are the 10 seeds and I'm just gonna recap on them really quickly right here if you haven't written them down already, so... Number one is love and warmth. Then you have appreciation and gratitude, curiosity, excitement and passion. You have determination, flexibility, confidence, cheerfulness, health, and a sense of contribution. Now, when you wake up, all you have to do is repeat these emotions to yourself. Now, you may not start to feel them off the bat, or you can use a little mind hacks to you know, get them jump-started. But if you haven't already to listen to episode three, I talked about how to program your mind and also how to program feelings into your mind. So you can go check that out. But that's pretty much wraps up you know, what I wanted to talk about in this episode. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening to episode seven of the Young Prodigies podcast. And I just want to say I'm sorry for missing the upload date. I said it was going to come out last Friday. And then I changed it to Sunday, and then I changed it to Monday, and then I said it was going to come out the day after Christmas, but then I spent a lot of time with my family, so I couldn't really work on it. Uh, I just wanted to say I'm sorry again, but there's a good reason because that is the last episode for the next week or week and a half, and what I'm going to do is bang out a bunch of episodes for you guys and then release them every single day so you have consistent daily content, and then I get to bring you value every day and get my sense of contribution. So... If you have not already, share this with someone who you know will get value from this. I know you have a friend, family, or acquaintance. Um, drop a review on iTunes or you know wherever you're listening to. Subscribe, and if you have not already, I will see you guys on episode eight.